Hi, and welcome to Wellness with Lana. I'm Lana, your realistic wellness bestie, here to discuss everything from nutrition and fitness to mental health and fun. Join me every weekend for an episode that's entertaining, educational, and can help you become the best version of yourself. Hello, and welcome back to this episode. I'm very excited to just talk about getting out of a wellness rut because I definitely felt like I got into a wellness rut about a couple weeks ago and I'm finally getting back into the groove of things so you know why not and help whoever else is kind of in this wellness rut. So before I get into the episode I'm going to start off with something I'm grateful for and something I'm not so grateful for. So this week was quite busy. I'm working a lot and, you know, I don't have a lot of time to sit at home and relax, but um, just today actually, so I'm filming this on, or recording this on Friday night, um, literally right before I head off to bed, but, you know, because I've been so busy, I haven't been able to record any other time. However, I just wanted to kind of take some time to be grateful for everything that happened today, where I was able to meet up with a friend and we just took a walk and had a picnic and we were able to talk and it was so much fun to catch up with people. Um, And then I also had a, if you don't know, I'm an equestrian, so I ride horses and I had a very fantastic horse lesson. And, you know, um, lately I've been struggling to find a new trainer for um, horse lessons because I feel like I am not improving as much as I should be. And luckily I found her and I really enjoy um, just how she trains and how attentive she is. So I'm just very happy to get back into riding horses because I did take a couple months of a break because I just didn't have the right trainer for me. And then something I'm not very grateful for is honestly, I am not so grateful for sometimes the panic attacks. I sometimes deal with very intense panic attacks and almost anger attacks where I'm angry for no good reason. I don't know if it's the hormones or the weather that keeps going hot and cold and hot and cold in Minnesota, but I'm not liking to be on this emotional roller coaster. So now that we kind of you know, mention something we're grateful for and something we're not grateful for, I recommend that you kind of, you know, jot down or even in your head kind of find a few things or one to be grateful for throughout the week and something that you might not be grateful for, but it's in your life either way. So getting out of a wellness rut. If you don't know that a lot of everyone gets into a rut of some sort, so whether it's like in the middle of the school year when you just don't want to study and you kind of get into this whole studying rut and you just don't have the motivation or you know you start a new you know type of workout and you love it and you love it and you love it and then you just start hating it and you're kind of in this rut where you don't want to do that anymore and with wellness in general I feel like it can encompass a lot of different things so like physically it can be you know you love to work out but now you're not really moving your body as much and, you know, you don't really like your workouts anymore. Or, um, you know, it could also be, you know, you're not really trying to feed your body with whole foods and you kind of let go of just even trying to cook one meal at home for yourself or just trying to find those healthier options. 
again, I preach balance, so I'm not saying that eating, you know, fast food or eating a cookie or, you know, processed quote-unquote foods are bad. I'm just saying that, you know, there has to be a balance where you are eating, you know, some healthy foods, but you're also letting yourself indulge in the foods that you enjoy. Um, like, for example, today, you know, I had my you know, fruit, I had my vegetables, I had my rice, my wild rice, and, you know, I had my nuts, but at the same time, I enjoyed chocolate, and I had lots of fresh bread, so, yeah, I'm eating things that I actually enjoy, and that's, in my opinion, balance. Some days might look a little more different, because, I mean, today I was relatively home, so if I'm traveling, no, I'm not going to be able to eat what I normally eat, and that's part of balance, but I digress. Um, wellness can also mean, you know, spiritual wellness. So, you know, I'm Christian. So for me, am I reading the Bible? Am I praying? And am I, am I spending time with God? Um, whether you have a different religion or whatever you believe in, your spiritual health is important. And I personally believe um, that without it, nothing else works. Like without Jesus, nothing else for me works. And so, if you kind of feel this void in your heart and you don't know what fills it, like food doesn't fill it and relationships don't fill it and nothing fills it, then maybe you need to look and see, if, is this a spiritual void? Um, is this something that I need to talk to God about and try to figure out? Because I know it can be scary and I know um, churches in particular, I'm like really digressing, but churches in particular can be extremely um, just judgmental. And that is definitely, some, I feel like all religions can relate to having a church or a temple or wherever they, their place of congregation, their place of worship can be very judgmental. And a lot of us who are younger don't feel as comfortable. Um, my church is extremely well at making everyone feel comfortable. But, you know, there are some churches that don't. And so if a church doesn't work for you or you had bad experiences, in the past, um, definitely check it out. Check out different churches because you might have had one or two bad apples, but that's not the entire, you know, sack of apples. It's just one or two. So yeah, wellness is a lot of things. It's physical, you know, it's spiritual. It's also mental. So, you know, are you taking care of your mental health? Are you, you know, journaling or seeing a therapist or, you know, doing meditating or doing things that kind of fill your cup because that is something that I think everyone needs to just observe. So with a wellness rut, one of the first things that you can do is to get out of it um, is make new goals. I think a lot of times we make goals in the beginning of the year or, you know, starting summer, you know, we'll work out X amount of times. We'll, you know, try to cook at home this amount of like five times a week. We'll try to do this. We'll try to do that. And eventually you do surpass your goals. You either reach your goals or you don't. And a lot of times when you do reach your goals, you don't have a next step on what to do and you kind of feel lost and you get into this rut where like, oh, I lifted as heavy as I wanted to lift. What do I do now? I work out five times a week. Great, I'm at my goal for multiple months. What do I do now? And I think making new goals can also ignite this passion of, you know, a wellness journey is not a one-month detox. It is not a three-week shred. It is not any of that. It is a life journey where 
you are on this for the rest of your life. There should be no reason why you're pressuring yourself to lose weight within a month or to build muscle within a month. That is so unsustainable and you're not going to feel good um, whether you're losing weight that quickly or you're trying to put on that much weight. Um, or it could not just be weight related. It could be, I want to start eating healthy. That's great. That's a wonderful goal to have. But, you know, um, you know, once you start eating healthy, you know, what does that look like for you? You're going to have to define that and you need to learn that it needs to be sustainable. And so I think, you know, playing around and making new goals and um, being flexible with things because sometimes your goals do shift. You know, um, a year or two ago, my goal was literally to be skinny. That's it. Like, I feel like that's such a sad goal because now I have so many different life goals in general and it's not just aesthetics. I want to feel strong. I want to be strong and feel strong, you know, and I know to accomplish that, I need to work out. I need to lift. I need to eat enough and I'm doing that and I'm reaching it. And now, right now, I'm kind of in this like phase where, okay, well, what do I do now? I built the muscle. I got stronger. Well, now I just have to keep getting stronger and it's going to be an indefinite time of, you know, improving myself and getting stronger because there is no end goal. And I think that is what makes a wellness journey so different from, oh, I'm losing weight or going on this diet for a month. Well, great. But what after this month are you just going to, is all the way just going to come back? Because you're not making changes to your lifestyle. You're making changes temporarily. And that is not how wellness is lived. So make new goals and make them where you're able to somehow calculate or track your progress along these goals. It doesn't have to be super strict. It doesn't even have to be number based. I personally don't like numbers at all. Like I don't like looking at the scale. I don't like counting calories or anything, but it could be, you know, like how many days a week do I work out or how do I feel? You know, um, do I feel energized? Am I getting enough sleep? You know, things like that could be all great goals. And you definitely like with sleep, I kind of am slacking and definitely need to get to bed after I finish filming this podcast. But, you know, making new goals can really energize you if you're in this kind of rut. So number two of getting out of a wellness rut is emphasize the why you do certain things. So this is pretty similar to the make new goals, but this is stepping back and looking at why am I doing X, Y, and Z? Why am I on this wellness journey? Sometimes you need to ask, like, why? am I doing this to be skinny? Or am I doing this to feel better? And, you know, is it for because of you're so worried about how you look? Or is it because you're so worried about how you feel on the inside? Is it, are you doing this because of self-hatred or self-love? These are very serious questions that I actually press you to ask yourself, journal about them and see, why am I doing this? Why do I want to eat healthy? You know, why do I want to work out? Why do I want to get stronger? For me, um, in January, I wanted to get stronger because I was sick and tired of living life in a jail cell. I was so frail and so weak. Yeah, I could do cardio all the time, but I could barely do a push-up. And I was terrified of food. And I was having mental breakdowns in school. Like, after my class, I would literally start sobbing for no apparent reason. And I was sick and tired of living life like that. That is not the way life should be lived. And then I was 
portraying myself on social media earlier about this health queen. No, that is not healthy. It's not healthy to restrict yourself. It's not healthy to hate yourself. It's not healthy to force yourself to work out for hours and hours a day and you don't even enjoy the workout, you know? And so for me, I was done of hating on myself. I wanted to feel stronger. And in a sense, I wanted to prove to my eating disorder, prove to everyone who keeps telling me that you're not going to get better, that I can get better. And I can do it by my own free will. I don't need to be forced into getting better. I choose to get better. And I did. I was able to um, gain a lot of weight that unnecessary weight that I lost back I was I got much stronger I have muscle and you know I'm still getting stronger every day but it's like you know I found my real why I don't want to be skinny anymore I want to be strong I want to feel strong I want to feel confident in my body and not feel like a very frail version of me I wanted to smile and actually enjoy life instead of just sitting in this little cage you know I was literally numb when you think about it I was numb for like a year and a half due to the eating disorder due to the fact that I had such a rigid map in my head of what healthy should look like and it was horrible that's all I have to say it was so bad and now I'm trying to be spontaneous and do things and yes you can plan but you need to be able to be flexible with the plan you need to be able to switch things up and you know for me I found a new why like I do certain things because I feel good I feel good working out in the morning rather than at night. I feel good getting enough sleep. I feel good not drinking coffee and opting for decaf or tea. You know, that's what makes me feel good. I feel good eating regular meals and snacks throughout the day. I don't feel good by not eating throughout the day because then I'm going to feel sick. And when I get home, I'm going to be ravenous eating everything in the pantry. And then I'll feel uncomfortably full. So you need to learn why you do certain things you need to learn yourself learn your body learn your emotions and through that you can really approach your wellness journey in a new light especially if you've been avoiding the hard questions like you know how's my mental health been have i been able to take breaks have i been able to step back and focus on spiritual health have i been able to step back and focus on mental health um because i feel like physical is so glamorized in our society that when you really step back and say, what is going to make me feel good? For example, in my previous episode, I said I'm I'm stepping back from social media for a bit till the fall because I needed a break from everything going on. It got too much. And that was me looking at my wellness journey, looking at my mental health and spiritual health and saying social media is deteriorating it and I need to get off for a bit and have a break, have a little refresh and come back stronger and better but still have a break. So number three of getting out of a wellness rut is try a new workout. I feel like, you know, a lot of times when you do the same things over and over again, it gets really boring and you don't really want to do that again. So trying new workouts and doing it with friends is always a blast. I was actually talking to my friend earlier today and she just started dance and she loved dancing. She's like, I hated, you know, working out, but I love dancing. For me, I hate dancing, but you see how everyone is completely different in what they like and what they don't like. And if you've gotten in a rut, that means maybe you need to find a different, you know, new workout program or even a new exercise workout type to really re-energize that love for working out number four i believe is 
cook a healthy meal and try to cook more, try to bake um, very nutritious foods, whole foods. Um, and a lot of times I like to do it with a friend. Um, if you can't, obviously you do it alone, you know, put on a good movie or a podcast. If you're listening to me while cooking, bravo to you and just enjoy it. Um, I think so many of us run through the nutrition aspect, like, oh, I can only eat salads and this and this and this. And, you know, it's either like I eat junk food or I eat healthy 100% of the time. And unfortunately, like that's not true. You need to be able to have a balance. And cooking is one of the best ways to have balance because you can have pasta. But when you cook it at home, you know, add a little shrimp, add a little maybe avocado, like pesto sauce, some spinach. You're putting in nutrients into that pasta. Obviously, when you're at a restaurant, you can't necessarily do that. But when you're doing it from home, you can. Um, even when you're making like cookies, I like to make, I do have some recipes still in my Instagram and TikTok, but I like to make, you know, oat flour and almond flour. I don't consider those healthier or cleaner. I consider them, obviously that's what I label them as. So it catches people's eyes, but in my view, they're just more nutrient dense where having a normal cookie is fine, but it might, you know, kind of spike my blood sugar and kind of make me energy crash and not feel as good than rather having a cookie made out of oat flour where, you know, the energy release of it is a little slower and so you have more sustained energy. Number five is find a consistent time to do low impact exercises such as walking every day. I think a lot of us start with hot girl walks and then we don't have time and then we kind of drop them and they never come back. Even if it's just 10, 15 minutes in the morning, get your body moving with just a walk. It doesn't even have to be super fast. It could just be a very leisurely walk with your dog or, you know, after a long day of work, just kind of unwind before, you know, dinner or after dinner or whatever, because that really um, makes a difference. And in the same zone, find a very consistent time, consistent time to work out. Obviously, my schedule, for example, is very different because I do work and it can change. However, generally, I work out in the morning because no one can take away my morning from me. So for you, if you like to work out in the evenings, you know, are you working out from like six to seven, you know, five, six days a week? You know what I mean? It's a very consistent time and it's almost like an appointment with yourself, which really helps to get you back in the groove of things and in the routine rather than sitting on the sidelines in your wellness rut. Tip six is to take a night for some self-care. I think we really focus on doing, doing, doing that we don't really take any time to take care of ourselves. And I know you're probably like, but I'm so busy. You're telling me to sit with a bubble bath and a book and I am so busy that I barely have time to shove some food down my throat throughout the day. That's okay. However, even if you're multitasking, like right now I'm filming this podcast, but at the same time, I'm wearing a face mask to make my skin feel a little better. It's a little, it's a little self-care things over time. It doesn't need to be a full-blown self-care night. It could be journaling and reading and, you know, um, going to bed with a warm cup of tea. Like, things like that just show yourself that you're there for yourself and you still love yourself even if you're kind of in this wellness rut or you're feeling down um, for a week or however long you are not really in your routine. And then number seven is spending time in the Word 
or whatever religious text or spiritual text of your choice. Um, again, as I mentioned, I'm Christian, so for me, reading the Bible is pretty important, but, um, you know, whatever you choose to do is up to you. But obviously, spiritual health is very important, and we also tend to neglect that when we're in this wellness rut, when we're kind of feeling down. We tend to neglect things that are actually there to make us feel better. And so, for me, reading the Bible and knowing that, like, Jesus is life and Jesus loves me, and Jesus is real... For me, that just brings me so much peace and joy and happiness that nothing else can replace that. So, yes, I hope you really liked this episode. It was a bit of a shorter one, honestly, but, you know, I kind of like shorter episodes because it gets to the point. But getting out of a wellness rut. So, seven steps. Make new goals. Emphasize the why. Try a new workout. Cook a healthy meal or bake something, find a consistent time to work out or do some walking, take a night or just moments for self-care and spend time in the word or the other religious text or spiritual text of your choice. So I hope you really liked these seven steps and let me know if you tried any of them, if any of them helped you because I know, you know, a lot of us can stir off the summer or even the new year with all these hopes and dreams and then you get into this rut midway through and you just don't feel like doing it anymore. And a lot of times it just means that, you know, what you did initially wasn't sustainable and that you need to look at something through a different lens and just try to approach your wellness journey a bit differently because a lot of times that's all that it takes to get you back into your wellness groove. And the wellness groove might look a little different than what you started off with, but it's okay to change and evolve as your life changes and evolves and you grow and mature and, you know, have a different schedule with school or work or whatever. So I hope you loved this episode and I honestly missed a lot of you guys from just contacting you through, so through social media, but again, I'm taking a break and I will be back on there in the fall, but I hope that you loved this episode. Feel free to share it and follow this podcast and give it a rate and a review because that would honestly mean the world to me. I'm a fairly new podcaster, so if you could just take a minute out of your day, it would honestly just make my entire day. And then, um, you know, make you can definitely follow me on Instagram and TikTok since I will eventually be on there. And I hope you have a wonderful weekend or week whenever you're listening to this and I better get to bed. So have a good, you know, um, have a good time with family, friends, enjoy the summer and enjoy getting out of your wellness rut or even just igniting um, more of a passion for wellness. I love you so much and I'll see you next week. Bye-bye.